Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Hey, produce people. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I'm honored to be here coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Today is December 4th, 2023. That's right, we are in December. Have you taken down all of your Thanksgiving material and now put all your Christmas decorations up? Because I'm the type of person that like the day after Thanksgiving, I'm wrapping it all up and getting ready for the Christmas tree. Like specific dates for specific holidays, everyone. Now, everyone, a couple announcements before we get started. Listen, Monday, December 4th, this week, we've got the New York Produce Show in New York. I've got a couple buddies that are going to be out there walking the show. Hey, I got Paulie doing the uh, the Produce Market Tour, as he always does. Got to join that. And just overall, be in the holiday spirit when you're in New York, because I hear it is amazing. So let me know about the New York Produce Show, everyone, this week. Now, you know I just got back from the Dominican Republic for the Blue Missions, Continental Fresh, hike to Pico Durante. Now, a tropical storm came through and we were not able to hike Pico. So, guess what we're doing? We're doing an early bird special. Now, basically, we're going to give a $400 discount to all that go ahead and inspire to join the next trek. That's right. We are giving $400 off if you sign up before January 1st for next year's trek in November. And trust me, you are going to want to sponsor this. You are going to want to help get clean water. We're going to put the link in all of the details below for you to sign up and, if you want, to donate. Now, as we prepare for the Christmas holidays, it is apple season, everyone. Arctic Apples just opened a brand new facility in September. Heck, right around my wife's birthday is September 26th. And they have this state-of-the-art facility that is encompassing the entire supply chain of Arctic Apples. Now, today we have Rebecca Catlett on the line that we are going to talk about supply chain, their brand, and how Arctic Apples has grown from a startup company to now a developed supply chain. Hey, Rebecca, welcome back to the show. Hey, Patrick, how are you? Amazing as usual. As I always tell everybody, like living the produce dream, they're like, yeah, because produce is a dream. I go, no, no, no. I go, if you take what you dream and put it actually into execution, you have a really cool life. Like seriously, right? That's absolutely true. That's (laughs) right. I'm just saying, like people want to drown over, you know, mold issues, rejections, man. I'm just happy that we get to sell a living organism all the time. And year after year, get to have a blast doing it, right? There so, you go. Absolutely. It's a great industry, great people. You, you know, in college, my master's degree, I had a professor. His name was Dr. William Rice. He was so interesting. He was such a character. Like one day, I just almost, oh my gosh, I just thought about this. Kind of like me. One day, I go to class and Dr. Rice is fully bearded, He's got hair like he's balding, but he's got the, you know, the horseshoe on the side. And, you know, he's wearing like a Hawaiian T-shirt, Rebecca. And I'm like, who is this guy? This guy's our teacher for our like our master's program, right? He tells everybody, go ahead and take an hour, hour and a half lunch once we get through because we have like a nine hour class. We come back to class. There's this gentleman fully suited, no beard, slick head, like completely looking like we're like, where's our teacher? I look at him and I was like, that's Dr. Rice. That is Dr. Rice. He completely changed his Wow. Life. And he said to everybody, this was the first day of class. He said, I want everybody to think about how to think about 
things differently. Yeah. Because you guys came in, you saw me as this hippie looking teacher, boom, boom, boom. He goes, and you never would have thought that I would have changed myself or a perspective to look and act the way I do. So let's start this master's degree, right? And that was like our first class wow. into our master's. So I always say, think about how to think about things differently. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Totally. And I think don't judge a book by its cover, right? Totally. Right. And listen, I, I gosh, that's such a great segue, right? It like, is, is, isn't such, it? We did not even play on this. Everybody. We didn't. This is like this was just like ready to go. Oh, and that and that comes back to it, right? We look at Arctic apples. Like I have been a fan of Arctic apples for going on over two years because we had just met just right in the in the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and again, there was like I, I always got to say it like this. There's like that GMO standard. Oh, Ooh. the schools. Like oh my yeah. gosh, blah. Like all the things that you can think of that about. But I love that your reaction was like. Don't judge a book by its cover because we're going to talk about a couple things today, but I'm going to throw this out there right now. The growth of Arctic apples and the success of the supply chain is truly showing and we can see it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. We, you know, opened our brand new facility in September of this year, 110,000 square feet up in Moses Lake. We built it from the ground up and it's expanded our capacity exponentially and we wouldn't do that unless we needed it, right? So totally we can tell that it's uh, the product is a success. That, and, and that's it, right? Yeah, the success yeah. of a product will create a successful supply chain, right, Rebecca? Right, exactly. And, you know, we are closer to our orchards now, 1,250 acres up there in Washington. And so our facility is just down the road, which gives us some efficiencies and is going to help us be even more successful. So we are so excited. And our, you know, our, even our team has, you know, quadrupled in size or even more this year. So it, it's a crazy ride, but I love it. I think it's amazing. 1,258 acres. Now, for all you people out there that are thinking like, wait a minute, how is this product grown? Where is it grown? No, no, no. It, it's not like it's like the Matrix where we're like yeah. a bunch of robots are growing these apples, everyone. No, no, no. These are legitimate fields, orchards. It's the same process. It's still fruit that you are going yeah. to eat, everyone. And what I like about it is we, we had some fun this year, everyone. We had Chef Thomas Parker cook up some of these Arctic apples in an apple chutney. And I, I will tell you, these industrial bags, I keep running into them, like Restaurant Depot. I'm running into the industrial bags yeah, right, yep. and traveling. And then restaurants, right? You know, it's it's, it's a very added value product. And, and I'm going to tell you an experience. Try not to laugh at me, but <laughs> I hate those apple cutters. Like everybody's like, you should always just eat apples whole. Mm. I have a, a kind of a sensory issue with food sometimes. Mm. Uh-huh. So, like for instance, if I eat salmon, if I get any like of the skin on salmon, like if it's not filleted the right way, mm -hmm. I like almost gag Rebecca. Like I, I will <laughs> no. spit it out. Like right, the same thing with apples. Do you like it against the grain or with the grain? <laughs> yeah. See, thank you. But you know what? They should ask that because some people don't. <laughs> they should. But the same thing with the apples. It's not about that. I just want to crunch into it. Like Nate Montgomery's always telling me, bro. Stop cutting your apples. I'm like, bro, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> now, here's something, another crazy thing you didn't know about me. I have nine fake teeth from an accident early in my childhood. And what three fake teeth? My top three oh. are fake. So my thing is I love to cut apples because why? I can stick the wedge in the side of my mouth and it never touches my three front teeth. There and you go. I have had a, my one of my crowns 
come out in an apple, just so we're clear. And that, so, <laughs> so the Arctic apples, it's enjoyable. It's a snackable item. I love the, uh, the slogan. It's like snackable. It's packable, right? Like, yeah, exactly. It's very easy. And I think that kind of complements to the supply chain, right? I think yeah. if you go back a couple of years ago, this was, I'm not going to say it's like a startup, but this was a new product being entered into the market. And now mm-hmm. going years later, 1,258 acres, yeah. a brand new facility. And we're starting to see you in places that you probably didn't think were going to happen. No, exact. that's exactly right. And it, it is fair to call us a startup, Patrick, because we really are. I mean, the science behind Arctic has been going on for you know, 26, 27 years because it took that long to really get it through just because this is a, a new product. It's unique product, even for the USDA to take a look at. And so we're so excited that we're able to actually bring it to people and show people what Arctic Apple is all about. And the best thing is, yes, we do. We only sell them sliced, but you know what? I think we're going to be coming. We'll be the most unique, most, yes, we'll be, we're looking at other things. So it's going to be exciting these next few years. Well, I know, I know let's, let's talk about a couple of the products before we get in some of the new products with the Mm -hmm. brand, right? I yep. know when we first started, it was the, you had the gold, correct? The, gold, the golden, uh-huh. And you can't beat that. Like, I I, I love me a good golden. Like, I, it's just it's so sweet. As funny as it sounds, like you want to say, like, it doesn't taste like an apple. Like, it is its own flavor. I love a golden yes, apple. Yes, I did too. All day, every day. Now, my yes. son, he's a red type of a guy. I don't know. I, I don't know. He loves the reds. He doesn't like the so much sweetness of, of kind of the golden like oh, I yeah. do. Yeah. But the granny. Right. There's a green. Right. Yeah. And and that's what's, you know, most people I'm going to throw this out there. Well, and most people, when when they started cutting apples, they were doing reds only because that's what was out there. Right. I love the fact that you uh, that the Arctic apples team went yellow and green. Right. Yeah. We went sweet and sour. Sweet and sour. Hey, my, just like my email, sweet and sour, right? Like, <laughs> that's right. That, that's amazing. I didn't put two and two of those together until just now, Rebecca. <laughs> well, I got to give credit where credit is due. Our new VP, John Frieda's, we were talking the other day and introducing him. I mean, he literally just started the week before last. So he said sweet and sour because it hadn't occurred to me either because I've been head down into this, right? He goes, oh yeah, you got sweet and sour. I'm like, you're right. You got both, you got the, both the flavors. <laughs> Listen, I know Arctic Apples is a great is a great label, but man, that sweet and sour brand could be the next thing. if you make That's a right, together, exactly. Ready for our sweet and sour pack, everybody. We got a couple greens, a couple yellows, and hey, yeah. what else we got next? Yeah, so this, yeah this, and we, uh, do, we will have a Fuji, Fuji's in the market now. We have our second year of production this year. So we're still not at full volume, but yeah, now we have a red. So now we got to figure out how to do sweet, sweet and sour or sweet, sweet and sour. Yeah. Sweet, sweet and sour. Listen, if, 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 if chicken can do it with Chinese food, sweet and sour chicken, I'm, That's listen, right. I'm sure that we could come up with this in fruit because <laughs> every time I see that sweet and sour chicken and that sauce, I always look at it like, I don't know about this, right? Right. <laughs> so I yeah. know it's possible. <laughs> there, there is a market out there. For the sweet and sour. Yes. Now, now, red red came up about what? A little, what, over two years ago? Because I remember it wasn't introduced, what, the season before right. last. This is our third... Yeah, this would be the third year with the trees and it takes, you know, obviously a few years to get production. So it would have been, we probably would have mentioned it about three years ago initially. Yep. Yeah, that would be 2020. And I remember saying it's coming down the pipeline. So yeah, when, when do the Fuji's 
come out into the market or have they already? They are starting to right now. I just uh, was able to taste an, one of the packaged for, for our two ounce and it tasted fantastic. So this season, it's going to be a little limited, but next year we should have a great production number because we hear that a lot of our customers would like a red skin because although the golden is sweet, they would rather have the red because that's what consumers are used to seeing, right? So we're excited to introduce the Fuji. And then we have Gala coming up in a few more years. And then we have Honeycrisp and then we have a pink coming out. So we so are going to do the gamut. Yeah. Many, many, many cut fruits. That's what's so cool about it. So let's do this. We're going to take a quick break, everyone. Then we're going to get right back into talking about all the new products. But with brand positioning, if you stop by the booth at IFPA, you might have noticed a huge orchard uh, behind the Arctic apples. And Rebecca and I are going to talk about that next with some of the products. So stay tuned. In the heat of summer, you're just counting the days until cooler weather and all those fabulous fall flavors packed with a refreshing flavor everyone loves noble florida starburst pomelos the largest citrus on earth and the perfect sweet fall treat you've been waiting for perfectly ripe for a limited time look to noblecitrus.com on where to purchase your next noble florida starburst pomelos JGLC, the place to be, a third-generation, family-owned and operated asset-based company. Throughout their 60 years in business, integrity, reliability, and loyalty to their customers has remained their top priority. JGLC guarantees 24-7 communication with your personal logistics coordinator. They offer competitive pricing without sacrificing services. They operate throughout the United States and Canada. JGLC's customers count on them for dependability and dedication carried out on every order, every time. 60 years of service for all your trucking needs. Visit them at jglc.com for your custom quote. Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is unique, practical, and easy. AgTools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry, from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360-degree decision-making day after day. Visit us at www.agtechtools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. It's always great to hear from Dynamite sponsors creating dynamite opportunities in the produce and supply chain industry. Today, we've got our sponsor on the line, Arctic Apples, and we're talking all things cut apples. Heck, Arctic Apples is the preferred cut apple slicer in the country, everyone. And they're coming out with new brands, or sorry, new flavors, new items, new things. Heck, we're talking sweet and sour. Let's welcome back Rebecca Catlett. Hey, Patrick. It's amazing to, to think about how, how much fun you can have within produce. We, we talked about this off the mic. I mean, even coming from first half to the second half, how and what you put in to your product, to your company is what you're going to get out of it as well. I mean, if you're out there just going, oh yeah, you know, we're the, uh, we're the, the next <laughs> apple cutter. And you know, if you buy us over this guy, we're, we're going to increase, but you know, or, or better yet, you come in, you want to talk about innovation. You want to talk about how you built, right. You want to talk about the growth of it. Yeah. And, and 
successful supply chain, you become passionate around that and you will definitely see your products bleed into places you never thought they would before. Absolutely. And when I first started with OSF, you know, we have the granny and the golden variety and I'm like two varieties. Oh yeah. All right. You know, this will be, I don't want to say easy, but I was thinking in my mind, okay, this won't be too tough. And it's not that it's tough, but it is sure a lot of fun because this, you know, Arctic apples, as we all know, are not just conventional apples, right? They're bioengineered, which gives you a whole other challenge or opportunity to bring something new to consumers. So it's very exciting. That's that's really cool. Uh, Yep. And one of the things I kind of wanted to talk to you about or talk to uh, the group about is we are now going to have our own hard cider. So we have decided with the apples that are not suitable for slicing, we instead of, you know, we're all about less food waste, let's make cider. So guess what? We are making our own cider. We have a cidery now and we have a tap room that will be opening uh, later this month with what we're calling Endless Orchard Cider. And right now we have like four flavors. We have the golden, the granny, so sweet and sour. And then we also have blueberry basil coming out and like a mimosa type. So what's unique about the cider though, it's like a champagne. It's not technically a champagne, of course, but it's, I can't wait to be able to bring it to the market. We did have samples at GPFS. I do. Jehoon got to try this because remember, yeah. uh, weren't, weren't they alcohol? One of them was, al- I didn't, I can't They were drink both alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. I, not that I can't. I just, I just choose not to drink alcohol. Right. But I did not try. G said they were amazing though. I was not able to try them. But let me ask you a question because I, gosh, I'm going to put you on the spot and I hope that, oh, I hope this won't, this won't screw anything up. Oh my God. <laughs> I think the power is about to go out, Patrick. <laughs> No, seriously, let's be real here. I've seen um, at least a half dozen Apple companies coming out with cider this in the Mm -hmm. last 12 months. I just want to ask, where is the change and why is the change? What have we seen? Has there been a demand for added value into this sector or is it true innovation or is it supply and demand? I think it's a combination of everything. That's the safe answer, right? But I think, you know, consumers are looking for more flavor, more innovation. We give it to them elsewhere in the store, you know, innovative things. So they're looking that um, in that area too for innovation. And with us, what we're so proud of is there are a lot of apple companies that may have cider, but do they grow their own apples? Are they the grower? Are they the scientists behind that apple? I would hedge my bets and say probably not. Where we are, we have c- complete control. We're the only ones that grow Arctic, and we know what's going in that cider. And ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, now see, now that makes a difference because it does. And, and again, like I have other Apple clients that I talk to, right? They're whole Apple clients, right? Mm-hmm. Different different sectors of the industry. Mm-hmm. And so like, we're seeing a lot of different ones that I've been trying. Oh my God, there was a pumpkin spice at, at like apple cider. Like everybody's coming out with it. But mm-hmm. when you see it hit the market so fast, just like if I was to see a hundred different cut apple companies hit the market, I'd be like, mm-hmm. what's happening in the industry to show this force? Because if you look at apple cider in the past, only certain companies did it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I like that there is demand and let's be real. Gosh, I'm going to get so much in trouble for this one. <laughs> get some of that nasty orange juice off the shelf. Like, you are so in trouble. I am so in trouble, but, and I love oranges, but you know, the fresh is what I'm about because this cider is fresh, yeah. right? The same mm-hmm. thing with fresh juice. Let's go back. Citr- oh, oranges, juice, citrus America. I got a juice machine right behind me in my office. Mm-hmm. I would pay $8.99 for a glass of that. Yeah. That, right. Exactly. Day in and day out, then the big manufacturers in the stores, 
My dad is also a juice manufacturer. He's going to kick my butt when he sees me later today. (laughs) But I also want experience and food and drinks are emotional. Anything you put in your mouth is an emotional experience. Absolutely. And the last thing I want with obviously sensory issues that I have and some of the other issues, I don't want to put something in my body that's mm-hmm. going to make me have indigestion, acid reflux, right? Make, yeah. make my tummy hurt. Like those are things. So it's, it's just one of those things that the thought process goes into my, my mind like, hmm. There's a lot of uh, ciders coming out here pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and there's, I mean, how many years ago were seltzers not known to be popular, right? And now they're all over the place. If you look at the category, right? Seltzers is huge. And oh my gosh. I think there's going to be another category coming and maybe Arctic Apple will be leading it. Who knows? How, how crazy is that? Like you're so right. The <laughs> seltzer. I remember, listen, let's have a good laugh. And no, I was not legal drinking age when I had my first one. But if you go back to Zima. Zima. Oh, my gosh. I can see the logo in my head now. Me too. (laughs) I remember the first time drinking a Zima. I believe I was like 15 years old. I was going to Daytona Beach with some buddies you know, that I wasn't allowed to go to. I told my mom and dad, I was like going to the mall, but I you know, went sure. two hours away to Daytona. I drank my first Zima. I think it took me like four hours to drink it. And, you know, <laughs> it was this weird, it was kind of like a, a cell. It was a seltzer drink back then, but it yeah. wasn't, but it was ready. They would always say, and I, I hate this comment, but they were like, oh, well, th- those drinks are for the ladies. And I was like, Man, <laughs> I can't drink beer. This tastes a little bit better than beer. You know what I mean? And yeah, that, exactly. That my first experience with Zima as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that's a great point because that's kind of who we're targeting with Endless Orchard is the person that the wants champagne. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, wait a minute. <laughs> but, in- you know, champagne drinkers, but who also like to, you know, drink out on the back porch sometimes. Kind of, it's a sophisticated, not sophisticated drink, kind of. Now, I'll probably get in trouble for that one, but you know I what I mean. It's, I think it's more <laughs> of a, uh, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, because... I believe that everybody was opening these breweries because they wanted to make beer sophisticated. Yeah. Think about yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's one of those things of no difference in the seltzers or look at, you know, the rock, you know, getting into tequila. Yeah. They're they're making it an experience, everyone. Exactly. Experience That's the word. Out. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I, I, I'm telling you, experience is again food food is an experience everything is so well, that's mm-hmm. good to know now in the in the new products i remember going to the ifpa show and you had this i i, I looked at you and i was like is this a new logo <laughs> i was like Are, well, what, what's going i'm like this is so vibrant like and you were like actually um so what was with the new there was a there was a, well, kind of a new logo up there there's a big orchards in the background yeah the listeners what that was if they were wondering well you know when we went to decide what the cider brand would look like. And we went with the brand name Endless Orchard. We decided, okay, this we don't want this to be a serious corporate brand. This is a consumer, let's have fun, surreal type of brand. So it's always an experience. That what that's what we say is celebrate everything is kind of the the catchphrase that we use with the cider. So we wanted when you see the label come out for the endless orchard, you'll see it's a balloon, and it's really all about the surrealness. The balloon has stars behind it and a sun behind it. So you never know what to expect. And you're always going on a new adventure every time you drink endless orchard. So with that, everything was much more vibrant and just you know 
I don't want to, it's not cartoony, it's elegant, but it's bright, right? And so we said when we went to GPFS, okay, let's bring that into this booth because last year, the year before our booth was really bright with red because we were talking about get ready for Fuji. And I just love the bright colors. So that's why we decided to do that this year is kind of, we kind of took the Endless Orchard logo and used it there. But I think you're going to see a lot of that moving forward because I think the the reaction was, everybody had the same reactions like, wow. They liked it. Yeah. So I mean, we're, I, this we're the first excited. thing I said to you. I remember yeah. walking up and I was like, this is uh, pretty colorful here. What's going on yes. here? And you're like, I'm glad you asked. Well, well, that's good. That means what, what you did was noticed, right? Right. Sometimes is the hardest thing to get people to come by your booth, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, notice this or or notice that, right? Right. Um, so exactly. I think it's great that that was a good draw. And the colors, the colors yes. were very, very, very vibrant. Um, yes. That's that's what I think it was very cool. Now, one thing I gotta, I gotta, I gotta bring up. I was just looking at my logo, okay, and, mm-hmm. and um, I, I put it up there for you. I've got a green apple right there towards the bottom. It is a green. I think we need to update the logo and put a cut apple in there. What do you think? I would think that would be a fantastic idea. I think it's going to be a good idea. Now, the question is gold, green, or red. I would pick gold because like that's my mm-hmm. favorite, right? That's just me. But but you might have too much yellow on there then, though. Yeah. The but we thing. could also trade out some of the other fruits and put in different fruits, right? That's like, true. You know, I was you looking at the logos up. the other day, and it's like some of the things, like I've got papaya in there. I've got carrots. I've got a lot of fun things in there. But it doesn't mean we can't rotate those out every once in a while, too. Exactly. Right? Exactly. I'm just saying. We yeah, can have a little like bit it. of fun. We can have a little bit of fun. I also yeah. I also told myself there's there's like four more tattoos that I'm going to get. An avocado is one of them. Blueberries nice. is another one. An apple is one. And I was starting to think, should I do a whole apple or cut apples? And I also, honestly, I had this idea just now. There's a type of tattoo where you'll start to draw the entire like figure, like think mm-hmm. about it, of an apple, right? Mm-hmm. But then like, say the top part of the right corner, it like turns into bats or something and turns into a completely different like uh, oh. range. So think about an apple and the right side of it being sent into cut apples. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, That's yes. Fitness. I love that. I've got some crazy ideas. Listen, I have produce on my uh, on my body. People <laughs> always are like, oh, my God, how much did sponsors pay you? Oh, yeah. Listen. I woke up at 3 a.m. this morning and sent some ideas out to the team. I'm like, sorry, random thoughts from Rebecca. <laughs> random thoughts. See, random thoughts happen all the time and sometimes they they're do. million dollar ideas. So yeah, exactly. I've got but I got floral on me. I've got some tropicals on me. I've got a ah. pineapple skull on me. I've got the equifruit banana right in the middle of my arm. Wow. Well. That's so, dedication. You know, listen, what I tell people though is don't think about the brand, right? right. Think about my love for produce. That's right. And so like my pineapple is actually a pineapple skull. Can you yeah. guess why it's a pineapple skull? I'm sorry. No. Because the Costa Rican and the pineapple market in Central America mm-hmm. is oh. so corrupt. And yeah. I will tell anybody, listen, and I, listen, any pineapple suppliers want to talk to me? Yes. <laughs> Bring it on because I was an importer for years and I know what goes on in those countries. Um, so I put it as a pineapple skull because it showed the beautiful life and hospitality of a pineapple, but then showed the death and destruction of what the people oh, yeah. people do to, to an industry as well. Like it, it's just crazy. So yeah, I have different items on my body that represent different things. And some people are like, oh my gosh, like you did that because you're so brand loyalist. <laughs> I do it for certain reasons and different reasons, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why all 
I think most people feel about their tattoos, right? Yeah. And I, I, I can tell you, there's not one tattoo in my body that I, that I regret. That's awesome. I, that's, so that's what I did. I, and I've had tattoos covered up, but there's still one I don't regret. Right. How about that? Right. Like that's yeah. even crazier. Like I still look at my old <laughs> tattoo. I'm like, there you are. I see you through my cover up, but um, you know, again, fun, fun things, fun ideas and representing yeah. your brand. Rebecca, we're getting ready to close out yeah. the end of the year. I can't believe I that 2023 is over. I know. And it's been a wild ride, just like every year in the produce industry. But yeah. Right? Well, listen, tell our listeners, fast. what are you looking forward to most in 2024? I think I'm looking forward to seeing Arctic be even more successful, Arctic apple slices or Arctic apple, whatever it may be, because we're working on some really fun things that hopefully by this time next year, we'll be talking more about. So it's going to be a fun year. I I know it will be. The year of fun, everybody. That's what That's Rebecca right. is naming this <laughs> next year. <laughs> a year of, fun. year of fun. And I'm a marketer. That I could come oh, up with something much more creative listen, than that. <laughs> we are in the year of fun. I love it. I freaking love it. It's an even year next year, 24, right? That's um, right. It's it's I always say, and don't we're not gonna get into it, but it's it's, it's election year. The yep. reason I always tell everybody it's election year because young people in the business tend to forget that during election years, business mm-hmm. changes a lot, right? It um, does, especially yep. leading up to the election. A lot of things change, right? So be ready for 2024. We have a lot coming. Again, we have a presidential election coming up. We've got a lot of uh, small local state elections happening now. Heck, we just voted this week here in Florida. So I just always say 2024 is going to be a a very crucial year. It's going to be a fun year. And we're going to be in this, as I say, ready? Together. Together. So buckle up. Here we go. Buckle up, mother truckers. We are coming for you. So everyone, thank you so much. Uh, Rebecca, thank you for joining us today. And as I say, we'll see you in the fields and on the horizon. Absolutely. You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.